perfect. They can fart. How do they fart? Oh yeah, they did a whole fart scene. Amanda Bynes was like. Miss or Aunt Fanny, we were using our armpits. And she's like, oh. Yeah. They kill a lamppost with their farts. Oh yes. God. And that lamppost is a living thing. The lamp again, another inanimate object that comes alive. The, the lamppost goes, You need to see a doctor. Oh, yes. Yes, he Falls did. down, time lapse into daytime. There's a chalk outline of the lamppost's body because there was an entire investigation scene. Aunt Fanny should be in prison Crying. because of the fecal matter coming out of that arse. It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. No, it's illegal <laughs> to drive that slow. You know, most people get driving too slow tickets in a Mustang. Um, oh, really? they're not allowed to go less than 50 miles an hour, even in residential areas. Will That's a fact. Will you cite your source? Uh, American Constitution... <laughs> <laughs> welcome 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 hey welcome to another episode hey. of tbtb podcast my name is alejandro my name is christian and over there that's garrett that's me um so for the baddies that did not watch the tuesday episode and for just jumping in because you love robots and it's a and piece you love of your movies, soul that's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. um garrett, go back and listen to tuesdays though also though yeah but if you choose not to garen introduce yourself to those listeners i'm garen People call me G Money. Yup. And um, I like the movie Robots. Uh-huh. Yes. There's more to say about myself, but you're here to learn about robots. So Nobody's I... here for us in this episode. No. They're no. all here for the movie. Yes. A pivotal cinematography masterpiece that I, I'm just going to say it right off on the top. Let it. That Christian hates. Oh. I don't hate it. You keep Christian, saying that I hate it. You do hate it, though. Not exposed. There's nothing to expose. It's just on my list of animated films that mean a lot to my childhood this just didn't make it uh, but i have no i don't have any disdain toward it see and, oh, and were we right. children in 2005 2005 we, seventh yeah, grade we 12 yeah I, I mean i i only watched it because i had siblings oh. yeah. i don't think i would have like been like this is a childhood staple of mine why are you trying to put it in that box it could not be a great it, movie because it is for me it's Damn. a huge staple in my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I saw it at the Metreon in IMAX kid, in 3D. So I, I am 100% a kid. You are. You just... I just spent $20 at a comic book store for 15 different comics. You know, before oh you guys God. came over, I had to pick up three or four rubber bands that you were flinging across the room the last time we were here. <laughs> I wasn't flinging them. Child I was shooting cowboy. them at you. Big difference, dude. Huge. Okay. Huge. I'm so sorry that I offended it's a you. a Pretty Woman reference. Anyways. But... Um, no, this movie is... Well, okay. We already spoiled it. We watched... Robots. Um, this movie is very important to me. I love this movie. I think maybe you've hated it. I explained it to you already because I've brought this movie up since we got the idea of doing this podcast and you've always had some kind of pushback to it or, or you've always chosen a different film instead. And I think as the times have progressed and built on and built on, I've just understood that as, oh, Christian hates robots. No, man. Hate is such a strong word. And I don't, I told you before, I don't really hate people or things. I just strongly dislike people or things but i don't even dislike <laughs> you hate north korea no uh, yeah but, i mean you know like say it yeah uh, don't say it don't say it well, they're gonna bomb us there's, there's no reason that, there's no reason no reason yeah i mean like we all know anyway but you might not hate people or things but you could hate a movie christian so I, a movie like I robots no this should... movie i enjoyed you guys okay, 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 do you okay, laugh good, good, good. did you laugh throughout the movie yes i did because like there's not a five minute span that I didn't laugh. Yes. And I l- like I like the comedy. Like the writing of this movie does it for me. Extremely clever. The yeah. writing, the background, yeah. the secret little like drop notes and everything. Yeah. And I was telling you guys yesterday, this movie also had three or four inventions of technology that are staples mm. into cinematography now. But we'll get to that when we get there. Okay. Great. Uh 
I would like to present the itty bitty nitty gritty to the committee. Yes, you can. We watched a film called Robots. It is rated PG. It was released in the year 2000 and Cinco. Uh, it has a runtime of one hour, 31 minutes, or for Garen, 91 minutes. Love that. 91 minutes. It's how long the movie runs for. Mm. Uh, it has 6.3 <laughs> out of 10 on IMDb. It has a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 64% on Metacritic. Garen. I'm drunk. <laughs> Best reaction to somebody saying Great your name. Great reaction. Honestly, <laughs> sidebar, you don't look drunk yeah. when you're drunk. No. I'm acting. Oh, well, you're a great actor. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Drew Barrymore. Um, uh, what percentage of Google users approve of this film? Um, so there's a thumbs up, was, thumbs down rating on yeah, Google. It's like 19, right? 19% of Google. You think 19%? I thought it, it was pretty 81%. bad. 81%. Oh, people like this movie. 81% yeah. of Google people users like this, like this film. That's honestly low to me. It's a little bit lower for Google users because it's, I think the people who give it thumbs up outnumber the people who give it thumbs down because mm-hmm. you don't thumbs, you don't search on google the movie you don't like uh, that's not there's true a lot i take of that back yeah, that's true. there's haters out there that just want to give a one star rating on oh, yeah. yelp just we, have, be... we have those yeah there's some <laughs> haters out there anyways synapse is coming at you right at you <laughs> in a world of sentient robots a striving young inventor rodney copperbottom is that too intense for this? I feel like I'm watching the movie. Keep going. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It's actually not that intense. Let me, let me try it again. Like a, okay. In a world very of sentient robots, striving young inventor, Rodney Copperbottom, wants to work for the... What the fuck? I hate when they put words in here I've never seen before. What's the word? The. Avunc- <laughs> avuncular. Ad- avuncular. A-V-U-N-C-U-L-A-R. Avuncular. And we'll Which put the definition right here. synonymous with... Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rodney Copperbottom wants to work for the incredible Big Weld, whose Big Weld Industries makes spare robot parts. But Big Weld has just been deposed as company head by the villainous Phineas T. Ratchet, who wants to make all robots submit to profitable forced upgrades. In this animation adventure, Rodney and his friend Fender go underground to fight Ratchet's evil plans. Uh, This movie had a budget... Uh, shit, poop in my mouth. I didn't have it. Oh shit no! Why bed. did I say that? Shit. On For those of you who bed. saw it, I watched the two girls one cup no. video. No. Yes. Uh, no. That's so, such a clash of conversation. By the time this episode is out, that reaction video is probably up on our YouTube, probably up on our uh, Instagram. At least, the, at least the promo of it. Watch it because Alejandro freaks the hell out. I honestly, it's honestly. Way worse than I thought it was going to be. Anyway, yes. Robots had a budget of $75 million. Garen? I would like that budget. I would too. But wouldn't Same. you like to guess how much they made in their box office recoup? Mm, I'm going to go with a cool $75 billion. Billion? I'm sorry. You're throwing in three extra zeros. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah, no. Um, Christian, <laughs> I think they made bi- a bit. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. $75 million was spent to make the movie. Correct. Yes. So I'm going to go and give a more real guess and say they made $1 billion. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> okay. But you know, like, only three movies in history have made a billion dollars, right? Was that your sex tape? No. <laughs> no, that would not. No, I actually owe money to the country of May- <laughs> Myanmar because it destroyed them. He wouldn't be doing this podcast if he had a billion dollars. Mm. Okay. I might. I enjoy this. No, okay, true. Money isn't everything. Money is happiness, though. The studio mm. would be nicer, though. If, if money's not happiness, you're shopping at the wrong stores. Anyways. Oh, cute. Okay, how much did they make? 
Christian, do you want to guess? Um, so you said 75. I'm going to say 125 million bucks. Mm. Uh, it made a recoup of $260 million. That's really good. Nice. That being said, it was also the first film to have a trailer for Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Uh, and there is a statistical fact that a lot of people bought tickets for this film and left after that trailer. Wow. Really? Yes. Just to see the trailer? People really wanted to see the final George Lucas film. Well, I guess that's before the popularity of YouTube and where you could just see the trailer. In 2005, it probably wasn't. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, YouTube was. That's a bygone era, buying a ticket just to see a trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I would not spend that money just to watch one trailer. I'm waiting. I mean,. I wonder if that was planned. Oh, it was because Ewan McGregor is in both of these films. That's oh, right. Okay, yes. okay. Correct, I was, like correct. product placement type. Exactly yeah. correct. Okay, yeah. so there's cool. strategies. That's good. Uh, They're working hand Luke, in hand. Lucasfilms <laughs> made it a point to to put this on on their film, but nonetheless, that. it is a beautiful film, a great film. It did make two hundred, and I'm sorry, I misspoke. Two hundred sixty point seven million dollars. Don't That's forget that. It made even more, um, and just because I like to know. That's the GDP of countries like Australia. Oh. <laughs> and it's um, insane that movies can make that much money in one go. I mean, if everybody sent me one dollar right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I might have one of the country's GDPs. Let's see. There's well, there's seven billion, billion people. people. You'd be a <laughs> billionaire. You'd be richer than America, which is the richest country in the history of the world. You wouldn't be doing this podcast right now, guys. Let's break a record. Everybody, send Garen a dollar. All right. Her, uh, her Venmo will be right here. Yep. Oh, I'm banned from oh, Venmo. Yeah. Whoa. What'd you Zell? do on Zell? Venmo? Zelle, Cash okay. App, PayPal. PayPal's kind of tied up right now, too. Because mm-hmm. Elon phone. Musk sucks. No, because Lil House Phone. We'll talk about that later. Can we okay. talk about it now? No. Oh, okay. Um, um, <laughs> Robots is a film where Rodney Copperbottom, he is trying to find his way in the big city. One of the reasons why I love this film so fucking much is because I'm kind of like Rodney Copperbottom, guys. Please, detail. Because, like, I've always had dreams of doing a bigger thing. And I used to watch, like, movies and TV shows and be like, I want to be like those guys. Yeah. I want to work for people like, oddly enough, Mel Brooks and people and these temple comedians that I wanted, wanted to emulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them were dead by the time I was a kid. But that's beside the point. Um, so, Oops. like, I get it. I get growing up in a small town and wanting more and mm-hmm. then happily, uh, finally having that opportunity to go to the big city. And one of my favorite lines in the entire movie is when Fender meets uh, Rodney. He says, hey... If you can make it in the city, you can make it anywhere. And if you can't, join the club. Hey, that's a really good line. That's that actually that really stood out to me during the movie. Um, I like that you started off with that, but the, the main character is so relatable because we've mm-hmm. all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all seen. What, well, we're all from a small town. Yes, and what's beautiful is that coming from the Asian culture, I grew up with parents that allowed me to pursue my hobbies but did not allow me to pursue my hobbies as if they were my dreams mm. in this movie rodney copperbottom is pursuing his hobby dream passion his thing mm-hmm. and his father played by stanley tucci mm. tucci gang tucci gang said lets him do it and so that's something that really resonated with me it was like to have that one parent be like we don't know what the risk is the risk is very high for you to pursue that dream, mm-hmm. but go ahead and do it. I mean, speaking on that risk, I mean, even the moment where Rodney had him lose his job yes. the dad, in the dishwasher, the guy was like, oh, that's your son. And then the son was like, no, no, no. And dad's all, yeah, that's my son. He's an inventor. He's still proud Beautiful. of him. That was, still, yeah, yes. that, that moment stood out to me where I was like, oh, that's a parent. Rodney's, that's a- yeah, yes. Rodney's dad <laughs> loves him from the second yes. he's delivered, which is... One of the best jokes in this film. Manufactured? Because the baby is delivered, <laughs> yeah. but it's delivered in a box. And they have to build it because you know what the best part of having a baby is? 
making, making it. it. Yes. So and they played some uh, <laughs> some like sexy background music. <laughs> oh man, it wasn't like that. No, it How'd really it, go? Wasn't. it was like this. Trains so, coming into the station. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> no, I watched a different movie. I'm sorry. Probably. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Karen, no. what does this... So this movie obviously means a lot to Alex. What's it mean yes. to you? You gave us a list of 100 movies, and I picked this one as soon as I saw that list. Love that. I love that. Um, I think what this movie means to me is happiness. It kind of it just the whole feeling of the movie brings me joy in every moment that I'm watching. Even during the sad parts, I'm like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like there's nothing that's super like the the robots are falling apart in front of him and it's only like 0.5 seconds that you're feeling sad and then there's a solution. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very solution oriented person. Yes. And maybe this movie had a role in that. Maybe I don't know. I think it did. You know, my development conditioning. Mm -hmm. But it definitely it re resonated. Yeah. That much yeah. That's a this movie, I'm pretty sure, is just relatable in so many senses, to not just as to people as individuals, but to like societies as a whole, mm. because this tackles crazy socioeconomic issues that exist in real world problems. And I think I, yeah. going back at it, no, it's okay. Like, I think going back, I, I should have let you speak. I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. Oh my god, shame on you. Um, <sighs> go, go. Well, someone me. talk. <laughs> <laughs> just silence for the next two minutes anyways um no this movie does have a lot of very deep themes and very intense moments that it brings up but that being said as a child you don't really notice them it's only as going no. back as an adult to watch this film do i realize yeah man the struggles that he's going through as trivial as they may seem because it is a silly movie are something that we've all been through and we've all experienced the moment of leaving town where his mom is like you can't leave that's ridiculous you're a boy you can't do this shit mm -hmm. uh, and then his dad is like no he he has to do like I wanted to do that, and I didn't. And look at look at what happened. Yep. Um, that's the moment that always gets me to this day. Will always make me cry when he um, I'm fucking getting hit right now actually. Oh. When his dad goes to buy the ticket for him. Yeah. yeah. Will always get to me because it's just like, <sighs> it's a big deal, dude. It's yeah. A, it's and and because I want to know what the dad's. I would like to see the dad's movie. Yeah. Where he was like a trumpet player and had to give it up to be a dishwasher. Yeah. Because there's people in... And respect. Yeah. Big respect to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he figured out a different path that was that path and it made Rodney. I, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, he was able to, like, inspire him for sure. and push him to, for greatness, which came back. You know what I noticed is in the first scene when you see his dad, he's not he's not wearing the dishwasher. Oh, he's not. That's, her, that's true. Mm. So I wonder if he got the dishwashing job because he had a son. I think it was later on. Yeah. Mm. He ended up getting a kid and you have to pay for his spare parts. Yep. That's mm. another crazy concept to me is that the analogy of... Spare parts in the body. Is like that's healthcare. You yeah. can't afford healthcare. Mm -hmm. You can't afford spare parts. And like mm -hmm. healthcare, uh, accessible healthcare to impoverished societies... Is, is Bernie Sanders a producer on this film? Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie is uh, healthcare for all. No, honestly, we should be giving healthcare. This is the richest country in the world. We have no reason to not be helping the people who need help. Anyways, right. um, in Robots, though, he does go to the big city, which I love because it. Uh, the big city is called... Anybody remember? Um, Something about... No, big um, world. Come on, guys! It's Robot City. Oh, straight love Robot that. City. I love straight that. up. Okay, so what, well, what was in my head was them saying, um, ah, what's the evil guy? Ratchet, Ratchet. City. Yeah. And then the mom was like, "It's gonna be Ratchet City," yeah, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, Rack City, Ratchet, Ratchet, Ratchet City." Ratchet. <laughs> that's what you were thinking. Like, okay. Honestly, this movie also has like that's a really funny line, and then the upgrades, people, upgrades is a meme that I see quite a bit mm. on in modern day. Mm -hmm. It's what what blows my mind is that. 
This movie's about Apple. It's <laughs> about so many tech industries and yes. like their fruition and yes. how it pushes out. It pushes out lower social classes. Yes, if you don't have the money to play the game, then you don't even get to look at the game. Dude, you don't I, even yeah. get to be I part of it. I have a six S, sixteen gigabyte phone. Yes, which um, is such a low amount, and it is kind of an outdated phone. Them upgrading the software, I can't have it on this phone and have more than two apps. What? Oh, so what are your two apps if you were to upgrade? That well, the two apps that I have is Cash App and <laughs> um, Messages. That's yeah, it. Those honestly, are the two apps that I have space for. That's wow wow 16 gigs on on just that are you gonna upgrade i have a second phone yeah that's okay. good well that's good so, yeah. that's you couldn't live with the with the way that you live and work you couldn't do all of that from your from that phone no 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 no, no. and that's why i had to get another phone it's yeah. technically the work line okay but it's like i keep most of my stuff there anyway because my personal phone is trash and i would like to upgrade that soon cash app a dollar, everybody, a dollar everybody. cash app right here. We'll put the we'll put the link. Do you want to live in a technologically advanced society? Um, I think yes. that's a toss up for me. Uh, I really come from soil oh, and yeah. earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, maybe like technologically conscientious things that build the earth or something like that. You I know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little hybrid kind of vibe. But sure, um, sure. if I didn't work, if my career path wasn't going in the trajectory that it is, I would not be as plugged into mm. tech as I am. Yeah. Interesting. At interesting. all. Because and it I'm becomes still, a necessity. Yeah. It is a necessity. Yeah. For me to make money, I need to be plugged in. Yeah. For you, a project-oriented individual, you need your laptop. You need to I, make slides yeah. and PowerPoints and all that stuff. You're organized. I'm currently using Prezi on one of my projects. Beautiful. Shout out Prezi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used that, that shit during college and that was love very it. efficient. I love it. People, it blows away the boomers. Mm -hmm. Keep using it. Yes, let's do it. Let's get them out of Congress. Um, um, <laughs> so Rodney arrives at Robot City and he immediately meets his friend Fender, who I had mentioned earlier. Fender is voiced by the incredible Robin Williams. Mm. Yes. That is why it is impossible for me to hate this film because Good. anything that Robin Williams touches, he, it's it's just gold in its own sense. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not that belt, but that's fine. But um, uh, <laughs> oh damn, dude! Uh, he's just really like, he's just like coming really hard. That's fine. Um, um, so in Robot City, he meets Robin Williams, and Fender is by far the best character in this entire film, second only to Drew Carey's character, because Drew character Drew Carey's character has some of the driest funniest one-liners which one is drew carey's character yeah he's the one with the three wheels oh the one that does the scratching the cat no not the cat oh the like orange looking one. Oh, cruise i think is his name or I, Crush? I can't remember the name there's so many robots can i get here. a photo yeah let's look it up real Bing. quick dude the amount oh, of cameos he's funny everybody I, I would like to actually um if i could read the cast list uh off of imdb because they Great have place. they have the uh in order of billing instead of like Instead of like casting order, it's weird. So you here's a here's an idea of like how people got paid. So oh. cast overview, first build only. Paula Abdul was the. Wow. Are you serious? Halle Berry, Lucille Bliss, Terry Bradshaw, Amanda Bynes. I'm sorry, Mel Brooks, Amanda Bynes, Drew Carey, Jennifer Coolidge, Dale D or Dylan Denton, Will Denton, nobodies. Um, um, Where's McGregor? That's Lower what I'm saying. Okay, look. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is now being said. Like, it's it, 
I don't know if they did this in alphabetical order. Yeah, no, I don't think there's no way because you haven't said Ian McGregor yet. And come on, he's the main character. He's at least he's top, top five. He's top build for sure. For sure. It must be alphabetical order. Especially, IMDb is stupid. Especially like this is right when Revenge of the Sith was about to come out. 2005, Ian McGregor was at the height of his career. It was yeah. post train spotting, post Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. post Star Wars. Yeah. He was a hot commodity. He yeah. had just dethroned Jude Law as the sexiest British man ever. Really? And Jude know, Law I, was I, like I, up? I, I actually just made that Jude up. Jude Law is from... Remember we were just talking about AI? Yeah. He's the pretty, handsome man from AI. <laughs> Jude okay, Law I'll was look in, him up too, but... Jude so, Law was in every movie in 2004. Oh, God. Good for him. <laughs> he was in a lot of stuff. Does but, he have a son? Maybe. Uh, yes, son-in-law. <laughs> oh, shit. So this movie... So, is extremely creative. It's it's yes, it's full of every actor. It, the fact that there's like an underground lair, uh, an underground scrapyard where they get rid of the outdated bots that they no longer make spare parts for. Yes, yes. So so Rodney gets to Robot City and he finds out that there's immediately a huge class system that is keeping the rich happy and healthy with new parts and and upgrades, and then the poor who live on the street level. Uh, are constantly being eaten by other robots to be recycled and made into new parts for the rich yeah. to be sent back up. Um, <sighs> people like Fender, people like Rodney, people like Miss or uh, Aunt Fanny are, are all what they call outmodes. <laughs> and outmodes get eaten by other robots who get then taken to the junkyard, yeah. and then they get turned into new new parts. Scrapped. Um, what they also do is at at Robot City where they make all the upgrades, uh, they decide to stop making spare parts. Yeah. forcing people to have to buy upgrades. Yeah. Which is like which is the Apple thing. You're not allowed to upgrade your computer anymore. You can't fix you can't fix your car well, on so your own you're anymore. You're stuck with this Android, this uh this Galaxy or buy a new one. Yeah, and if you don't have enough money to do it, these outmodes they're getting scrapped, man. The outmodes are getting scrapped. And that, that sucked. It was it was really sad. A it lot gets, of- Yeah, it gets really deep when you see how like the people on the bottom struggle. Yeah. Definitely. Um how many times have you would you say you watched this, Garen? I've seen this movie at least 20 times. At least 20 <laughs> yes. times? Yeah. I'm the oldest of six kids. And, and so they and love this movie. The kids were born from the years 2003 to 2007. So this is right up their alley. This is, house. yeah. Yep, yep. This Even is, the baby liked it. Yes. Yeah. The baby was like, I was delivered. <laughs> yeah. The, part, the funniest part about that scene is that he forgot one small part, and that small part seemed to be his penis. <laughs> You don't remember? Yes, that is true. That yeah, is, they that, did. That is. I do. I think that is very a funny part. But I do think the funny part is when he's crying. They just turn the volume down on the baby. <laughs> that I think is something everybody who's been around a crying baby wishes yeah. could be done. Uh, yes. Extremely clever wordplay. Yes. In all throughout this movie. Yep. Yes. Right from the beginning with like the delivery. Yes. Delivery of parts, all stuff like that, making the baby. Mm-hmm. This movie is full of irony. Like this movie has mm-hmm. so many like little throwaway things that you have to. Really, like, pause and rewind and to, to look at. Um, at one point, when he gets to Robot City and he meets Fender, Fender is trying to sell him uh, a map to the stars, uh, just like you would get in in Hollywood to try and see where you could see where the. He's playing the game. Um, but here are some of the stars from Robot City there's um, Orson Welles, <laughs> there's Axel with an E, Rose, Axel Rose, there's Brittany Gears, uh, there's that. Farrah Fawcett. And then, of course, MC Hammer and Jeremy Irons. So Who are just normal names of people. Like, I just like to imagine that Jeremy Irons is just also in the robots. That's, yeah, as himself. Um, (laughs) So fucking funny. So clever. Um, I I just want to point out real quick that Garen is dressed as one of the characters today. 
Show show off those buns. I am Piper. Who or is played by Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Amanda, please. She says Amanda. Oh, Amanda, please. That, but no, she says um, it's Piper, like Viper, and she like hisses. That's what the line <laughs> was. Like yeah. Viper. Very cute. Yeah, yeah. I she was great. Yeah. This was before society said she was crazy. Right? It was before she threw that bong out her window and said it was a vase. Uh, she I've did been that? a fan, so I don't know. I like yeah. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Oh my God, her and Big Fat Liar. Come <laughs> on. Fantastic. Yes. There she is to the man. Yes, she's yes. Amanda. Yeah. I miss Amanda Bynes. Yeah. We need more Amanda Bynes what nowadays. Amanda, yes. please. Amanda, please. Amanda, please. Amanda, please. Her <laughs> show alone skyrocketed Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, and and Keenan and Kel. She was on... Uh, well, I guess not the Amanda show, but she was on... All that. All mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. This is all. They tried to revamp that. that. The yeah. girls' room. The girl, which is. Ah! Oh, I like face. eggs. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh! As much as like I want this to be an episode about just <laughs> Amanda Bynes and all that and all that stuff. Crazy. You guys remember Snick before we move on? Remember Snick at Night? No, mm. what's Snick at Night? It was like the late night that Nickelodeon. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would like oh. turn into like Snick at Night. That was Snake. that's where you watched Clarissa explains it all, that's and you would watch like Full House episodes and mm-hmm. shit like that. Anyways, Gosh, yeah, robots. Um, um, robots. I just watched Wally prior to this. Oh, yes, cool. This got watching this movie kind of spiraled me into the mood for some animated films. So I watched Soul on Disney Plus, and I watched that's Wally. Cool. Which and I, when, and what year was Wally? Do we remember? Two thousand eight. So okay, just, so just a couple years later. Yes, yes. So this movie, Robots, really kicked off some technology for Wally to be done. Because yes. Wally was yeah. all metal as well. I don't that know if you correct. got to talk about the metal yet. I didn't. We, we can jump into Let's it Let's jump into that, yeah. So okay. this movie, I was telling Gary the other day, that this movie actually invented three different types of software uh, for this movie, one of which was the first time that a animated film didn't use shapes based on polygons. So what that means is if you go back and look at the first Toy Story, you can see very sharp angles. You see very hard, harsh, and like even the softest rounded angles are just flat edges that they had to kind of make work. This film, they were able to make rounded, soft edges. Not only that, they were the, they were the first film to have metal on CGI. So rusted metal, clean metal, shiny metal, rounded metal, welded metal they had that all there mm. uh, and then also the third piece of technology that they invented which i actually find fucking hilarious is there's a whole scene with dominoes that fall over and create like a wave like a tsunami of dominoes every single one of those dominoes the pips on the domino piece are different because they invented a technology that would go onto each of them and paint a different domino pip on every single Just one randomized yes that is so incredible yeah. because there are Literally millions, millions of pips. Or I mean, yeah, of dominoes, millions of dominoes. In that scene. Billions of pips for sure. Like it's it's insane. Say, say that again. Pips. Say it one more time. Pips. How did you know that word? Uh, because I play dominoes. That's so amazing. That's what those little circle divots are called. They're on called there? pips. Interesting. Fun facts. Nice. Thank you very that's much. A, that's you can turn the show off now, guys. Actually, no. Subscribe oh, first. Oh, hold on, hold on. But but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to speak on how you said that you know you listed out the different types of metal yeah. that they were able to like portray, and it's so like hearing it, I'm like, oh yeah, you do see all the different types, and it's very very specific that they're like ooh shiny metal yes yeah. and that's like a theme in the show where they it's it's the shiny versus the rest yep, and yep. I, that's it's the yeah. clean of the stainless steel the polished of the rich uh mm-hmm. is so incredibly interesting they're really trying to make it distinctively separate from each other it's the louis vuitton separated from like costco brand Valid. you know yeah. it's they wanted it to shine they wanted they specifically made the outmoded robots kind of look you know janky sure mm-hmm. and you see uh mr ratchet over here with a 
literal Dorito shaped body because that's how his upgrade looks. And to me, he looked a little janky. He was a little janky. His personality a, yes. was janky. Yes. A bit Ultron-y. Yes. He kind of had a little bit of an Ultron <laughs> well, vibe for him. You know, to break down his character a little bit, he was, it's fine if you're a mama's boy, but the mm. way that he was where he's trying to uh, impress his mother who was the Satan of that world mm-hmm. who was underground in that underground scrapyard mm-hmm. and managed that mm-hmm. she was the devil yeah and he was still <laughs> hella rude to her face too which is really funny and she was like down for it he was like how'd you get in here you know I don't like it when you come up here and she's like well I climbed through the sewer or something like that and, and, then she, she and you just see like the a cut, hole in the wall perfect cut out <laughs> mm-hmm. shape of her I love also it's like, don't upset me or I'll do the same thing I did to your dad. They point out for to the side. Hey, son. <laughs> oh, my God. The dad is just this. He looks like an out mode, but he's just hanging by the scraps. It's so it's so yeah. funny. The little things that they do, the little things that they add to it that just flesh out each of these characters to make them really f- fully, fully living beings. Right. We yeah. know their history. We know their past. We know their personalities and things like that. Um, then not only that is this film is. It's just a fun ride. When he first gets to Robot mm-hmm. City, he like gets in their version of a subway where it's just like a ping pong ball that they're shooting oh, all yeah. across the city. Mm-hmm. And my favorite line of that is when Fender is like, oh, man, they used to have this really big hammer. And then all of a sudden he shows up. He's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That was a scary scene. Like, if that's the basic mode of transportation, I'm not visiting that city. I do like I, I loved it. I also mentioned really? to you guys how I like how beautifully inconsistent this film is. Hmm. Because What do you mean? Because some inanimate objects are robots, and then other robots Mm, or other inanimate objects are just inanimate objects. Mm -hmm. Like at one point, there's a trash can that's being attracted to to Rodney because he's magnetized. And then later on in the movie, there's another trash can that like opens up into a person. Yeah, where does the... (laughs) Where does the line stop? Not only that, Rodney invents a robot. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. did Rodney create Wonderbot? (laughs) <laughs> is he a dad? Did he birth? Yeah, is he technically a father? He's technically an inventor. He's, uh, what's the difference between an inventor and a father? Right? And Frankenstein? Mm. I don't know. That's Mary the, that's, that's the, know. the Venn diagram right in the middle. <laughs> so, so humans, <laughs> robots right in the middle, Frankenstein. I personally don't, I personally try to avoid asking questions, but I want to ask some questions. Okay, we can. Okay. We in can. this world, do you think that there is a piece that comes in those delivery boxes that makes whatever you are making actual mm. uh, an actual living thing. So like right. part six is soul. Where's the yes. soul? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that, maybe that's what it is. But yeah. Wonderbot obviously had life and a personality, and is voiced by the director. Crazy, did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay, so what do you guys think on that? Right. I think I think it's a classic problem of ICBTB is questioning a movie that shouldn't be questioned. Yeah. That being said. Huge plot holes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not one person was like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I was too busy laughing. That's true. Are right? you kidding me? The writing, the, it this was just was so a... quick. Mm-hmm. It was so quick. They could fart. How do they fart? Oh, yeah. They did a she whole was, fart scene. Amanda Bynes was like, Miss or Aunt Fanny, we were using our armpits. And she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. They kill a lamppost with her fart. Oh yes. <laughs> and that lamppost is a living thing. The lamp, again, another inanimate object that comes alive. That lamppost goes, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, he Falls did. down, time lapse into daytime. There's a chalk outline of the <laughs> lamppost's body because there was an entire investigation scene. Aunt Fanny should be in prison Crying. because of the fecal matter coming out of that arse. Uh, fun, oh, yeah. Uh, someone arse. was like, take her to the doctor. Yeah. Yes, yes. You need so to see a funny. doctor. Right. And, oh, oh, real quick, I'm wondering, 
um, the voice character, who's the uh, actor for Miss Fanny? Was she the woman that was in um, a Cinderella story and she had the salmon house? Jennifer she, Coolidge. She, ah. Yeah, she's Stifler's mom. <laughs> Have you seen American Pie? Oh, Stifler's yeah. mom. Stifler's oh, wow. Mom. Yeah. That's who that is. Uh, okay. I do like when they all ride in her butt and then they get out and oh, they're yeah. like, <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, they did come. They're right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, weird little thing. Aunt Fanny actually didn't get to be called Aunt Fanny in England and Australia because, because Fanny's a bad word. Fanny is slang for pussy in oh, England and Australia. Whoa. So she what? was called Aunt Fan. Oh, boo. No, say Fanny. Come on. So you're telling me if I wear a fanny pack in like England and Australia? They're called bum bags. Bum bags? But a bum is a butt. That's where you wear it. Yeah, no. Your fanny pack, well, if you fanny flip is it bum? around. Fanny a bum? Is a, yeah, bum. How do you wear a fanny pack? Uh, I wear it in front of your fanny, shoulder right? shoulder or over my shoulder. Oh, oh you do. You sorry. In California, we wear them in front. You sling it. Oh. oh, these are you're just flexing okay, now. Okay, listen, okay. Listen, I know Mama's boys. They're skaters. Oh, sorry. Wait, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, I do really like that this film is not afraid to build characters that you think you may not see again, like the the mm. door, the gate. Keeper. I love him. Played oh, by Paul Giamatti. He is so cute. <laughs> he is and I loved when he got the shit slapped out of him yes. by He's Robin such Williams. An asshole, though. No, but he does his job well. I guess so. He's, He's a the security guard. He's yeah. like, uh, He's oh like, man, you thought I was really going to let you in? <laughs> That's fucked up. That's a fucked up game. Just say no. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> Kept closing the gate on him. Poor Rodney. And don't, hey. I hope nobody goes to say that he's a bully because the man was entertaining as fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Very yes. entertaining. It's not, it's not bullying if people are laughing. Okay. You're right. Okay. I am. I, that's how I got out yeah. of high school. Okay. It's not like I'm... Mm, <laughs> we're we're mm. also addressing the younger generation here. Yes. So. Don't bully yes. people, guys. I had the teachers on my side. But and stop... you do it. Get the teachers to like you. And stop telling people that you're, you're like bullying somebody for making a comment. Like, grow some fucking Yeah. Skin. You can tell people that they suck. Yes. People yes, suck. Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah. You can be honest. That's not bullying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. I think we flipped. I think somehow we came to the other side of this no, argument. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're saying... We're saying if you're going to say something, don't be so sensitive in receiving it, but also don't be so passive aggressive where you're not going to defend yourself. I love that. I love that. But also don't go flipping backpacks inside out. Okay. 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 That's a I lot more. I remember that happening to people. Well. Was that you? I mean, I did it to people. Yes. Wow. See, is that really bullying if the bully is doing the is same it? amount of work flipping the backpack inside out? No, I don't think so. Joke's on you, dude. And there we it's go. It's a and prank. Now Christian's back it's on my side. <laughs> on anyone's side dude i'm um, my own person i'm on the gatekeeper side the gatekeeper yes paul giamatti Very i funny. didn't my whole life i had no idea that that was paul giamatti until re-watching this movie and looking at the cast list and you don't really know it's Paul Giamatti because they kind of make his voice up high mm -hmm. until he like does like the cough laugh yes. and it's very clearly like Paul it's Giamatti's him. cough laugh it's him because he does that in every movie yep that's when I knew too uh, and then Mel Brooks plays Mr. Big Weld Gro oh. growing up I loved Mel Brooks did not realize that that was Mel Brooks now right. watching it again how the fuck did I not know that was Mel oh, Brooks it, once you know you can't see yes. unsee it or unhear yes. it yeah because when I found out that the Rodney is how you say his name Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor yeah I was was like wait now all i could see was like um what's the movie moulin rouge guy yeah. i'm like just seeing That's him it. and i'm just waiting for him to say all you need is love i'm like wait i would, <laughs> much, not movie. I would much rather oh, see no, train spotting oh, no no not this movie he's not gonna say that in robots <laughs> right right i want to see Ewan mcgregor from train spotting where he's just like running around high on heroin but no also that movie's in robot so world. depressing <laughs> have you seen that movie train spotting I, I don't think so oh it's so good it's really good but i can only watch it once because it's yeah. very depressing okay yeah. i could do very depressing okay it's about a bunch of heroin addicts and them trying to like 
figure out like life. catch a train actually i think it's just about them trying to catch a train what was that one movie requiem of a dream requiem for a dream yeah. yes that's pretty much along yep, the yeah. same alley yeah i close, can watch that requiem for a dream maybe a little more depressing wasn't there something with like a two-sided dildo at the end of that movie what movie were you watching that's requiem for some cream that's a Whoa, that's a porno sorry i didn't yes, mean that yes, yes, yes. i do watch stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's something else a double dildo did not think that would be in a movie like that so it was in, in robots though disney film i do want to it's actually a uh blue sky productions film it's not disney at all no, it is not. no affiliation no, no, 20th no, no. century fox blue sky Productions. yes wow. blue sky productions also made films like i have no clue what ice age Yes. Oh. Uh, in fact, Chris Webber was the voice of Scratch, the little squirrely thing. Oh, he's the director of this film. I you love Scratch. I'm very ashamed that I subconsciously affiliate cartoon children movies with, with Disney. Di- no, I mean you're not incorrect. Though. It just kind of sucks that that's how I think. They have the market on the it. The default. They yeah. do have the market on it. That but- being said, though, if Disney owned this film, I would ride a robot's ride. Yeah. Like yeah. if the robot's ride was yeah. that thing going across the city, right. I would love that if ride. If the robot's ride was Aunt Fanny's Fanny, oh! <laughs> I'm on there. Wait, that's wait, wait. the that's first in line. Now make it 4D and you're catching yes! the smell. 4D. So you get into the room, <laughs> and you're smelling just like Star fart. Tours, you sit down into yeah. Miss Fan- Aunt Fanny's Fanny, and you're getting farts in your face, and you're moving around like this. <laughs> you got glasses on, and shit's flying at you, and there's yep. a big hammer. Yep, you're riding a sea of dominoes. Yes, yes, there's flames because you're in the junkyard. Honestly, we should make an amusement park. That would be great. Robin Williams as Fender is Gosh. your tour guide yes. on, yes. on Aunt Fanny's butt. Yes. I'm getting a fast pass. Yes, yes. For yes. That. yes. Right. And then and then I'd also like to build the James Bond ride. I think that would be fun. Is this the same production company? Uh, no, no, oh, okay. but way off. We're just making our own park. Well, apparently we're making a theme so. park now. This is yeah. what it is, yeah. This is called Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's I what we should do. That. I love that game. Actually, yeah, anyways. We'll play that after the episode. We have so many games to play because of these movies now. Mm-hmm. Um... I love this film. I I think everybody should see this film. You should watch it with your kids. You should watch it with your grandparents. You should watch it with with Satan because he needs this to make him feel better. And then maybe he can go back to heaven and be an angel. You should also watch this movie at any age point in your life. Yeah. It's funny for everyone across the board. Your your kids will laugh at the funny humor. Mm -hmm. You're going to relate to... The characters and mm-hmm. like the issues that are at hand and whatnot. Kids aren't laughing at the line, foot don't fail me now. Yes. <laughs> but I'm laughing at the line, foot don't fail me now. Yep. <laughs> but kids will be laughing at Fender doing the Britney Spears dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hit me baby one more time. Because that was, because when I watched this was, I think in theaters when it came out in 2005. Yes. Right. So I have not seen that since. But if there was one thing I remember was, you know, Fender <laughs> in, <laughs> in like a blonde wig doing that and taking out. 50 robots as he's yes. doing these dance moves. Yes. Fender is the best. Fender really truly is the best character yeah. in this Fender. whole Fender. It was Bender, but I had a name change when I... When we moved to America. <laughs> when I moved to another country, yeah. When, yeah, I, when, when we, I moved here. When we moved here, country. we had to change my name. Yeah. He, did he say that? Uh-huh. Yes. What? Because <laughs> Robin Williams says so many things so fast. So many quick, things. Quick, quick, quick. You know, a lot of those... I would not be surprised if they were just improvised. They were. Yeah. They were. Oh, yeah. Um, the scene where he is oh, yeah. the... Uh, announcer when they're pretending to be famous uh, with the gatekeeper and stuff like that. Yes. Oh and he's my like, God. don't you know who this is? Yes. This is the, he apparently did that four different times, including a, like a Polish um, announcer. Fire. He did a, he did the Spanish announcer. Like he did like four different versions of it and they uh-huh. like had to, they had a hard time deciding on which one to use. 
That's so exciting because that's Williams one of my favorite. Great. That's one of my favorite moments. Yes. And he's like, "Please hit me" <laughs> or something like that, <laughs> and then he gets slapped by Rodney. <laughs> Thank you. And then and then when um the gatekeeper's like, "Would the count like to hit me?" And he's like, "How dare you disrespect him? I'll hit you on his behalf." So <laughs> like, good. Slaps him out so of good. his seat. Yes. Falls a hundred feet. Yes, and his skirt goes up, and then the lady faints because because <laughs> he's she, got a penis. Because oh, we know these robots have genitalia. Yes. Whoa. It's implied. It's implied. Robot it's implied. genitalia. It's implied. Man. Wild. So wait, one more, genitalia. One Wild. more uh, part that I really loved with um, Robin Williams is when he came out into the. He gave like a Scottish accent yes. at one point in the movie too. I don't even remember what he said, but it impacted me where I was like, "Whoa." He's referencing Braveheart. That's oh, what it was. Okay. When they're going up against all those robots. Is that, who's in Braveheart? Mel, Mel Gibson. Mel, oh, that's a different Mel. Not Mel Brooks. <laughs> I would love to see Mel Brooks in Braveheart. Though. I don't know. Different movie. Different movie. That would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> okay, now I'm drunk. My <laughs> Now? <laughs> now you are? My, my number one favorite line in this entire film is when Bender is trying to Fender. Fender. <laughs> Fender is from Futurama. Yeah. When Fender's Bender trying to is count from another country. the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Before he moved here. Before he moved here. When he's trying to count the bad guys, he's like, one, two, three. He's like, will you stop moving? I think I counted one of you twice. So good. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, ugh, such a great the voice. The jokes are great here. Even all of the side characters, because who else is there? Drew Carey, Amanda yep. Bynes, Jennifer Coolidge. The, yeah, the supporting... Um, cast. Cast. And one of the robots incredible. doesn't even talk. He uses like James Earl Jones' voice for a second, but... Yep. Uh, the cat, the blue one. Oh, yeah. the cats, and, and he, he's always putting in voice boxes. He is a cat. He's a cat. What is the deal with he like? Is a cat. Yeah, there's <laughs> animal robots too. Yeah. Are there humans in this world? No. No. Okay. Good. Just that would no. that would destroy this universe. I think the I entire point of this, like, when you're a dishwasher, you're an actual dishwasher. You were you were talking to me like, how come the in that kitchen where Rodney's dad worked, where he's a dishwasher. Yeah, with the asshole New Yorker boss. That guy. That guy. From Such an was, asshole. Who was in Night at the Roxbury. As the dad at Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> same character. Very much the same. You're In that kitchen, there are cooks grilling. And mm-hmm. you pose the question, are the mm-hmm. grills robots too? Mm-hmm. Is every living thing, or is everything in this world also a their robot? job, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Is their job their being? Are you made specifically Whoa. for a task? Oh my god! I think I just found the next level of this movie. Is your job your being? Oh, love that. Right. You know what I mean by that? You become yeah. your job. You become. It's a Holy personality shit. type. Sometimes. So when you get that box that says Rodney, capitalism. Are you Sorry. an inventor? Are we you just found another level? Well, that's another theme of the movie is capitalism. You yeah. know, we didn't yes. explicitly say it just yet, but, you know, we spoke on classism and we spoke on the socioeconomics and it's capitalism like, is so a fold perfect in that. And yeah. great. It's yes. just like the best system yeah. of government. Well, the villain, the antagonist. <laughs> Wait. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah, okay. We don't need to unpack that. Y'all do that on your own time. What were you going to say, Christian? The Mr. Ratchet was, <laughs> he capitalized. You? Mr. Yeah, he's not Mr. Ratchet. Mr. What's his name? Where is this respect coming yeah, from? They just call him Ratchet. Is his last name, but nobody oh, okay. nobody this calls him Mister Ratchet. Ratchet. Okay, he's, Ratchet ass Ratchet. Ratchet ass Ratchet. He he's capitalizing on the people the, on the lower class. Yeah, the exploiting. Fact that they can't yeah, absolutely. Exploiting their needs because Mister Big Weld was the 
was the guy that wanted that took in inventors and yes. like let's make this world better yes i don't care about how much money i'm making but i want all of us to have an equal opportunity at living a good life he right he specifically said we don't close the gates here because then we're closing the doors we're closing to out dreams. good ideas we're closing out good oh. ideas thank you alex oh, you're yes. I, I i do want to touch on one last thing that i think is very weird at the end when mr big weld gives uh rodney's dad enough parts to build two of them <laughs> um, yes <laughs> Does that mean that he just gave his dad immortality? No, at least two life cycles. That's at immortality, <laughs> Christian. That's not immortality. Everything is temporary. Ooh. Everything. Listen to the Thanks, Tuesday Gandhi. episode. <laughs> That's right. There's no way. How long do you think these robots live for in this I, world? It, I, does this world even Age. need people? Yeah. Do they? Well, how old is mom, Miss Gasket? Or whatever. Mm, Gas? I don't know. I don't know. I just okay. made that up. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's the part because we do see Rodney grow up technically. Yeah. So, so it's he like, ages. Would... Robots age. Right. And then, and Whoa. I remember when they were talking to the dad on the phone and. He's um, sick. Yeah, he's sick. He's got dishwasher cancer. And then some. Oh, God. And somebody said. They're probably to, like gunk or something. Yeah. Someone was like, he won't last another. <laughs> Okay, wait. Same wait, he play. won't last another what? It was, it was a few more. He wouldn't last more miles. Is yes. what they said. Yes. And it wasn't These days. robots have mileage. Maybe that's what it is. There we go. There we go. So very much similarly. So you have to get a new drivetrain. You have to get a new transmission. Very right. similarly to how our cars just die out. Although, I mean, even parts of a computer. Think about like my computer's turning off right now at forty percent because the battery's swelling up. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Whole, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So mileage, so mileage. So right now, okay, hear me out real quick. <laughs> Robots, in order to achieve a long, you know, they say stress lowers your lifespan, right? Right. Yes. And stressful jobs are usually jobs that um, low income people have, like labor. Blue collar really, jobs. Blue collar jobs yes. can really kill you, like literally. Yes. So robots here are trying to strive to become more upper upper class because Ratchet has this job where he's not lifting a finger mm. and he gets a constant access to upgrades. Shiny, Money, he's getting massaged. Yes. Mm -hmm. Money is life in mm -hmm. this, you know. Mm -hmm. Which is what we've been saying this entire time. So everyone's just trying to get rich, trying to get immortality. Yeah. God, I wow. love capitalism. Wow. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. What? Altered carbon. Oh, what's so, Anthony Mackie? Capitalism. I haven't seen that show immortality. yet. Immortality. Is that all <laughs> that it's about? It. It's, That's one of the major themes. Okay. It's, it's for sure the um, contemporary robots movie. <laughs> yeah, very adult, very adult film. <laughs> well, we were just talking last time you were here. <laughs> we were just talking about that Justin Timberlake movie in time, in time where current time is life. Time. Yeah, you have to you buy yourself years of your life. It's right. weird because time is money, but time time is money and money is life. Oh, That's all, kind of like a, the triangle hmm. that they have hmm. of in time, but. We're talking about robots and uh, Garen, do you have a best person on set award? Who do you think did the best job in this film? Um, well, when I was working on set at this film, I would have probably <laughs> wanted to give it up to the cat. You want to get the cat? I'm just playing. Comedic relief. Really? That guy was great. I'm sorry. Was it comedic relief not Robin Williams? Everyone's a comedic relief. No, he was. One. He was the lead, bro. He's the... He was doing so much work. Like I would literally love to see a for some movie. for someone who doesn't have like a movie watcher that doesn't have high capacity for like wittiness and sure. like you know they're like oh they overwrote it. I could see somebody saying that, mm. but it's like mm. you don't have to tune into all of it. So just chill out. It was great. It like was great. It. Yes. But it was borderline. Like I could see somebody being like, yo, they kind of did. They were doing a lot. 
Yes. But that's Robin Williams. Because it was stacked, stacked, stacked. Exactly. You it's, have it's to a stack type his of credit. artwork. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's Some a people don't form. like Robin Williams, but Weird. they're idiots. Well, fuck out of here. Those yeah. people need to fuck out of here. Don't speak English. Fuck out of here. Fuck, fuck out of here. Christian, do you have a best person on set of work? Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. It has to go to. And like almost every single time we do a movie that stars Robin Williams, I'm going to have to give it to him. It's... Because now every single movie of his is his own time capsule. That's what we have to remember him by because he passed away that way too young. And so, like, Mm -hmm. seeing him as Genie, seeing him as Fender, seeing him in Bicentennial Man or Flubber. Yes. Flubber. Oh, yes. Love that movie. Anything and everything. He's just fantastic. It's going to have to go to him. Mm. How about yourself? I mean, it's hard for me to pick a different one after you make a case like that. Um, So, I'll give Robin Williams, but my honorable mention is to Evan McGregor. Yes. Yeah. Because he does an, uh, an incredible job of this character. I think he does a great voice of like an adolescent, like coming of age guy. Even now. Yeah. I mean, he still has the same voice. He's just a great, great actor. And I can't wait for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And yeah. John Boo, if you're listening, I don't believe that you're not working on that show. Hmm. I think John Boo's our sound guy. And he uh, he does a lot of sound engineering stuff for like indie films and whatnot. So we have a suspicion he's... He's working on a... But he can't tell us because he sent an NDA. But he also told me straight up that he's not on it. But that could be part of, of the, NDA. the NDA. Absolutely. <laughs> but I feel I like... I got you figured out, John Boo. So earlier, you mentioned the three-wheel guy, the yellow guy. Yes, Drew Carey. Th- okay, okay. I do... Okay, he does have was, some... Yes. I'm like, you guys kind of chose it kind of... You made it way too easy picking the main characters. Yes, like... yes. Crank, Crank is great, and Crank does have some of the yeah. best lines. Crank um, is good. He's really good. It's just hard not to give it to Robin yes. Williams. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Crank respect, does deliver respect. the single best line of at the end of the film when they give Rodney's dad a trumpet and mm. he tries to blow it and it's like bad. He's like, and he goes, oh, well, there goes our happy ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns into like, oh, wait, no, this is Neo Jazz. It's it's a mix of fusion and jazz called funk. That's what it was. Or no, it's a fusion of jazz and funk. We call it junk. That's what it was. Yes. Thank you. Thank so you. So good. Uh, if you could cut out the first time when I flubbed up that line. That okay, I'll cut. I don't I'll, want people I'll to edit that out. No, you'll leave it in. I know. Thanks, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Um, Garen. What would you rate this film? Ooh, I would give it. Oh wait, what's my out of five? Yeah, one out, out of five. five. I would give it a four point four. Wow, Ooh, specific. I, I I I second that. Four point four. Yeah. I'll give it a four out of five. It bitch. was there. Yeah. What? Because I'm. <laughs> that's a point B. Four less. That's yeah, a B. That's I a gave B. it a B plus. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's all in the same realm. I'm like, what makes a five movie though? Like, this is up there. This Good is really up is there five. for me. Mm. Uh, it's on your body, so. I just get scared to give a lot of movies fives <laughs> because that just belittles the five, right? I feel that. You that, say I whoa, love you. That's why I don't say I love you to people. Yeah, you say I love you to like Bitch, too I hate many when you people. Me my that's hypocrisy. what it is, you know. Oh, you did it again, Christian. Oh. We can unpack. <laughs> we we can unpack that later. Yeah, that's an off my conversation yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, love for all the viewers out there. Just know that there are so many forms of love, so don't be fucking afraid of it. Yeah. Don't Come be afraid on. of it. Don't That's be afraid true. of it. That's true. Don't don't run. Platonic, romantic, physical. What you like the to Greek... ask our guests to do oh. something? Yes. Um. So oh, before me. we end the episode, oh, um, I always like to ask the guests if they could look into the camera. Camera B. And we'll push into your face, and I want you to leave the baddies, the listeners, with one piece of advice. It could be a sentence, one word, or it could be like a thirty-second long poem, whatever the hell you want. Just say it for them. Or a three-line um, haiku. Oh, I love haikus. But say oh, okay. whatever the hell um, you want. All right, all right. Um, for everybody out there, 
remember that the only I can't do this. Oh, no, you were on a great. You're doing great. I'm okay. like looking at it and through the camera here. It's a great. You're doing great. Okay, I'm here for it. Okay, I'm drunk. Just kidding. <laughs> That's where the best advice comes from. All right, all right, all right. So for everybody out there, you do well to remember that the only thing permanent in life is temporary situations. Great, great. Well said, much well love. said. Thank much you, love. Garen. So Garen, much love. I love you. We love you. Thank you we so you much too. for coming out, uh, out here and coming onto our show, making time not just once but twice to come onto our show, Yeah. Say, hanging out with us, having, bringing us burritos, bringing us chips and salsa on Cinco de Mayo. Yes. It's just we, we are we so happy. My mom loves you. My mom, like I asked her earlier today, so like, what do you think of Garen? She's really sweet, huh? She's like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> She's like, And I've never seen her light up like that before. And it, like it, I was like, "Wow, mom, do you like her more than me now?" Well, you know, she does like me more than you. She could um, stop me, probably. I do love mama. Mama is a great, is a great woman. Second best, only to Princess Diana. I um, love moms. Mothers, shout out to moms oh, once yeah. again. Day. Mother's Day just Mother's passed. Day just yes. passed. Yeah. What'd you guys get your mom for Mother's Day? Um, you know, the world. I got my mom. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a bitch. Yeah, let me cover for you. I got my mom a whirly pop. Ooh, and what's a, a whirly pop? A whirly pop is um, a pot that goes on the stove and it pops loose popcorn kernels. And it has a mechanism in it where you, like you crank it and it like it's fresh popcorn. You can make it with any oil you want. You can use coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, whatever oil you're into. I, is there a car going off? Th- someone's honking outside. Um, uh, that's incredible. I got my mom CBD gummies. Yeah. So how is she gonna react to that? Should I? Like, I want to give my mom CBD so bad, but there's no talking to her that like. Yeah, I got. I didn't know fine. how it was gonna there's go. There's no psychoactive connection. That's gonna mean nothing but to her does, because yeah, she's gonna associate it with marijuana. I'll speak to your mom. This is, now you're too be... smart. You're too smart for her. No. No, really, because you're gonna try and like. It, but I think I think the way to do it is to be is like what I'm doing, like a gummy. Hey mom, try this gummy vitamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna make you feel or calm. Or ointment. Let's start off with ointment. Ointments are topical. Find, the yeah. creams are great. Creams yeah. are good if you have like a sore muscle or something. She does. Good. So that oh, works okay. for her. Okay, so good, I good, think good, we'll good. do that rather than something else. And then one day we'll switch out the CBD with like pure THC and just like You guys know like I worked at a cannabis club when I was like nineteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. And real I, early on. Real early on. Damn. And girl. I like So number one woman run business. <laughs> it is. It is. I That's cool. That. That's yeah. I I I adore that. And like I put a lot of people on to understanding. So I do know how to speak to people who don't know about it. Um, understanding CBD and mm-hmm. also just understanding the like removing the stigma of cannabis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially for the older generations than us, where it's like, yo, know, like I know that you came from a scary time about it. It's not scary anymore. And if you want to live in the present. We're gonna we're gonna bring you there for sure. We're gonna keep sure. you here. Yeah. So how about this? If uh, if you happen to be in town by the time that I end up getting my mom like uh, some topical cream, yeah. some topical CBD cream, yeah. And because I know that she has like some uh, joint pains or muscle yeah. aches and whatnot, yeah. Um. So when I give that to her, I'm gonna need you by my side. That's I need great. You to be let's my go to woman. let's go to the store right now. Okay. Let's just go. Okay. And we'll okay. come back. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I I I was just had a weird idea in my mind. Are you of, really leaving? Of you holding down your mom and Where blowing smoke. Where are you going? Smoke. Say bye. Wait, wait, what? I just had this weird <laughs> vision in my head of you like holding your mom down, like blowing smoke into her ears like a dog. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Okay, so it's the end of the episode. And usually at the end of the episodes, I like to say whatever the fuck. Yeah, for sure. Nobody listens to I smoke. would love to smoke with my parents. No, I'd I, like okay. to smoke with my mom. I've thought about that too. And I remember once I'm talking to a therapist about that where I was like, I have this weird like 
desire where I want to like sit around the living room, like smoke with my parents and stuff. But then at the same time, after thinking about it, I was like, I don't though, because smoking is something that I enjoy, something that I enjoy doing with my friends. I don't want to share that. I mean, I do want to share that with my parents, but I don't want that to become something that I do with my parents. Yeah. This is something I do with my friends, something I do with the people that I want to, you know what I mean? Get closer with. I don't need to. Can you imagine like being in a mood where you're not like, where you're already high or you're just tired and you don't even want to smoke and your parents are peer pressuring you into like hitting this blunt? That's honestly yes. maybe the scariest thing you've ever said to me. They're just like, yo, stop being a little bitch alex yeah. i hit this can you imagine my dad saying that i would if that was recorded that would never happen i would love to see it happen i have been in this position really yes but that's because you're cool i'm not oh. my mom is your yeah. mom is very my mom's cool Mom's pretty rad. your mom's cooler than me for sure she's cooler <laughs> than a lot of people i don't know how she does it it's a lot of pressure but Someone's then she puts the pressure on other people. Hmm. That's how she spares it. That's how she gives it. Actually, this isn't going to turn into a mom hate thing. Um, oh, happy, Mother's right. Day. happy Mother's Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Thank you, guys. You can follow me on at on Instagram at call me. Call, call underscore. underscore me, Jesus. You got it. You're, you gonna follow have to, me. you're gonna have to work on that. Call underscore me, Jesus. <laughs> you can follow me at Christian has asthma. I do still have asthma, but after I did a lot of cardio, I, I hate how smooth grow. you did that. Out of it a little bit because, guys, health is important, especially when it has to do with the the tightening of your lungs and you want to work on that. And if you want to live a also asthma's not real, good life. It's fucked up. It's very real. You can follow me on Instagram at G Money. It's G underscore M U N Y. Yup, that's G Money, not Gummy. G Money. I do always when I first see it, I do read it as Gummy. Everybody does, and I kind of love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never read it as that. Oh, dope. Yeah, only G money, like, like from the very beginning. Well, okay, so something about my nickname that I think is hilarious for me internally, which I'm actually excited to share on a public level if this makes a cut or not. Oh, it will. I think it's funny that that's my nickname because I'm very not monetarily like conscientious. For sure, for like, sure. Not that I spend hella money, but like I'm not, I don't prioritize like class and money like yeah, that. Yeah. You're not yeah. a dragon. You're I'm not hoarding your I'm wealth. not materialistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's but a very interesting. Name. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. after talking to you these past uh, two episodes, uh, the listeners and us, we've learned more about you. And it, it is kind of funny that that's not what you're about. No. Money's a factor. Money, it can't get you happiness, obviously. Yes, you're at the wrong stores. Uh, no, money <laughs> could get you opportunities money can that can you make you happier. It's only up to you, dude, but you could you could fuck up with that money and whatnot. Is what you could, is what could happen. Oh, I'm going to see my buns. Yeah, see your buns. There you go. Look at the camera. Show off your buns. Uh, listeners, if you want to see Garen's buns, <laughs> hop on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and that last part will be on our Patreon. Uh, she's in child's pose, and we're no, pushing that in. Was, that was actually <laughs> cat and cow. Cat and cow. She's in cat and cow. Um, um, yeah, cow. check out our reaction. Or, I'm sorry, my reaction video. That should be on our YouTube by now. Check out all of our past episodes. Like and subscribe. Five-star ratings. You guys know the drill. All right. Say bye however the hell you want. And Aloha. I'm going to end it there. Everyone say bye, Garen specifically. Yeah,